look, at the top of the show, I talked about essentially the physical evidence that we have now to sort of substantiate that there is at least uh, a reasonable amount of doubt cast over parts of this election. This is what Corey Lewandowski said. He said, let me give you one concrete example, not anecdotal, but a concrete example of what we believe to be valid voter fraud in the state of Pennsylvania. I draw your attention to an obituary listed from one Denise Ondick in Allegheny County, born on the 9th of the 10th, 1946, deceased on the 22nd of October, 2020. Now, this is what Lindsey Graham said. This is a contested election. The media doesn't decide who becomes president. The Trump team has canvassed all early voters and absentee mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania, and they found over 100 people voted. 15 of those so far have been verified. Six people registered after they died and voted. President Trump should not concede. Ted Cruz said evidence is that 6,000 votes in Michigan were cast for Donald Trump and then switched to Joe Biden. So how is this not evidence? It's a good question. And of course, these things need to be verified. Um, I haven't been actually following the evidence, especially closely, um, mainly because I'm, I'm much more concerned with the bigger issues of tech censorship and, and journalistic silence on some of the big stories. But I think it's, it's fairly obvious there's going to be some level of corruption. And the question is how much and how quickly we find the answers to it. Sorry, I'll be a bit more specific there. What I'm saying yeah. more so is that yeah. I'm not arguing this is necessarily conclusive evidence and the election has been stolen. I'm not making that claim. I'm saying, how is this not evidence for the media to report it? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's really the question there. So, of course, these things should be reported. And, you know, there's this term gaslighting, which I don't especially like, but, but gaslighting essentially occurs when somebody tries to convince you that you're crazy because you believe something that's obviously true. And and in this case, you know, it's really obvious that there's going to be some level of voter fraud. That happens in every election in every country. So when the New York Times and media comes out and says, well, there could be no voter fraud or there's literally no evidence of it. Well, of course, there's evidence. The question is how good that evidence is and and what it's going to turn up. And the answer is, I don't know, but it certainly sounds credible that there's some level of fraud. And so, yeah, they're essentially gaslighting us into thinking, well, we're a kind of nutty conspiracy theorist by even considering the idea that that there might be voter fraud. And I don't know if you've seen this, but, you know, going around circulating around social media the last couple of days is a New York Times story from 2012 precisely saying that there is voter fraud, especially for mail-in votes, and that that's going to be a real worry in Obama's re-election going back to 2012. So, mm. so the New York Times itself, eight years ago, just clearly conceded, of course, there's voter fraud. And, and the question is, you know, is it enough to overturn an election? And now they're trying to tell us there is none. So I think that that, that says exactly what they what their intentions are, which is they want to just discredit any claims associated with this. Yeah, and here's a few examples of how they are discrediting that. So USA Today, Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani says Trump won't concede, revives baseless claims of voter fraud. New York Times, yep. Trump's false election fraud claims split Republicans. CNN, top Republicans defend Trump on baseless voter fraud claims. 
Yeah. CNN again. Fact check, breaking down the barrage of false election claims from Trump and his allies. Now I could go on for another five minutes reading headlines that essentially yeah. all say the same thing. So what we're seeing, I think, is that the media doesn't and really never has in Trump's presidency reported the other side of the story. And there's obviously always another side of the story. Journalists are taught that in the first week of university. Sure. And the other side of that story is the American people, which, give or take it, is at least half the nation's population. And they're standing with the president here. And they stood with him the past four years. They stood with him the past four weeks. And they're standing with him again now. So the media is not only deciding what the narrative is on their own terms and dictating it, but they're not acknowledging Trump's vast voter base of American citizens as free-thinking beings, right? Yeah, and and you'd think their role is to weigh the evidence, to investigate, and and maybe it turns out there's very little voter fraud, and and there's not much of a story here. That would be great to find out. But yeah, their lack of curiosity says a lot, and the way they frame it. I really like the headline that you mentioned, baseless claims of voter fraud. How could you possibly know they're baseless if if we haven't even done a recount yet, let alone? And and by the way, this is one of the canards is to say, well, we'll just do a recount. Yeah, but what what you actually need to do is figure out whether some of those ballots – the ballots were valid to begin with, right? So recounting invalid ballots doesn't help either. I mean, I'm not saying that I know how many, if any, were invalid, but but yeah, the, the idea of framing it as a baseless set of questions is, is preposterous. The other side of this is that, so they're going very hard on, on framing this as baseless fraud. And then the other side of it is that this is still constitutionally a matter of litigation. This is not over constitutionally. They have every right to to be pursuing the legal path that they're pursuing, yet that's not being reported either. Yeah, no doubt. Um, now, I'm not a legal scholar, but I do know that that, that that's true. Um, we're you know the the media doesn't have the power to call an election obviously they can they can do whatever they want but that's not legally binding it never has been and moreover you know there's some disconnect between what the board of electors of each state has to do uh, re- relevant to or in relation to how the votes go so it you know one of the interesting things i think it's a it's a long shot but it is at least conceivable that if we find widespread voter fraud in a state like Arizona or Pennsylvania, that the electoral college, the electoral votes from one of those states might actually go for the other candidate. Um, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I have no idea. But the idea that somehow the votes are in and before there's been a recount or a validation or any kind of challenge that somehow this isn't a binding election result, well, that, that's crazy. That's never been true. I think part of what's going on is an attempt to frame Joe Biden as clearly the president and then shifting the burden of proof on the other side to say, well, what are you going to do about this? Right? Right. So it's really an attempt to, to frame the way people think about things.